Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Happy Saturday, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, February 5th, and what a wild week it's been in the sports world. We'll talk about the Bucks, talk about Brady, we'll talk about the NFL, what's going on with some golf, what's going on with some uh, hockey, and the Rays, of course. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. All right, let's get started here. I'm going to start with the lightning because, for me, that was about the only good thing I saw in uh, sports this week down here. The lightning had a great game on Tuesday night when Hedman scored uh, from the left circle with 215 left in overtime and the Lightning beat the San Jose Sharks by a 3-2 score. That about sums up all the good things that happened this week in not just Tampa, but all over, in my opinion. We're going to um, try to break down some things. But for right now, as you know, the Lightning and the NHL are on the All-Star break. They have the skills competition. They have the uh, All-Star game later on today. I think if you um, look at it, it's a nice break for some of the players that might be a little banged up, a chance to uh, get them healed and ready for the uh, the home stretch here, if you will. As far as the All-Star game itself, I, I don't I don't give much uh, credence to to that. I think it's just more of a a chance for some of the players to show off their skills and things like the uh, skills competition and whatnot. It's it's fun to watch for a few minutes, but overall, it, it doesn't really do much for me. You also also have the um, Pro Bowl that's going to be played, which again d- really doesn't do much. I think that more players are backing out of it than than ever. If you watch what's going on, there's no fans going to um, some of the pre-game uh, activities in that as well. But getting back to the Lightning, like I said, they are 66 points uh, right now, a record of 30 and 10. They're only three points behind Florida in the rankings in the Atlantic Division. It'll be a nice break for them for a couple of days, like I said, to be able to regroup. And I look for this team to really um, finish strong this year. 
they find a way to win. It was different last year when, quite honestly, we were expected to win most games with the team that we had on the ice and the talent that we had. It was more of a letdown for some reason when we lost a game, especially if you lost one that we shouldn't have. And, and you had that during the season. So that goes without saying. But this year, it's a different animal, in my opinion. We don't have the same team as last year. We don't have all the talent that we had last year, but we're still finding ways to win and you know, to stay on top of the league in the standings in most categories. And that says a lot for the core of what the Lightning organization has built from the top down. Um, if you want to look at what Vinick has done for the team, if you want to look at what the um, uh, Coach Cooper finds a way to be able to get the most out of his players, uh, don't forget, it's hard to motivate uh, pro athletes sometimes. I think um, I think hockey players may be a little bit different. Uh, they're really looking to, uh, it's more of a close-knit group, I think. And they really want to be able to go out there and do something that is really not seen in professional sports and go back to back to back. And they've been focused on that all year, and they're going out there and they're getting better with each week that goes by. And it's going to be exciting, I think, the last um, month and month or so here, seeing how they uh, finish the season out strong and getting ready for the playoffs. You have, like I said, you have Kucherov, who was out for a few games with uh, some COVID protocols. You have uh, Stamkos coming into his own. Uh, he, he looks like he's you know, playing the best he's ever played. Um, and like I said, it, it can go right down the line. You, you have you know, Point, you have Kucherov, you have Stamkos, you have, you know, of course, Hedman there. I'll tell you, Kalorn has really, I believe... Uh, risen the level of his game and his intensity when he's out there playing Joseph, like we talked about last week. And, and again, you have Vasilevsky, who's a, um, you know, just a beast between the pipes. So I don't see any of that going away. If, if anything, they're going to keep on bonding and, and, you know, forging that ability to get better as we go on. Don't forget, it's a grueling playoff uh, system. You have to win more games than any other sport to be able to get that um, Stanley Cup hoisted. So that's what we're going to be doing. I think that's something that we can look forward to here. Uh, talking about some other things that happened this week, we're going to have to go uh, starting, of course, with, with the Bucks with Brady. It wasn't all that long ago that we were talking about um, the game with the Rams and what we needed to do and then, you know, what went wrong. But all of a sudden... Um, Six days ago, it breaks. You know, Adam Schefter and uh, a couple other people breaking news that Brady's retiring. Now, if you remember, Brady had said that he's going to take some time off from the season when it's over. He's going to spend some time with his family and um, probably go away for a week or so. And you know, when the time is right, he's going to you know make a decision what he's going to do. But of course, you know, you can't, you can't let well enough alone and do that. You have to have people that the media come out here and 
you know, you, I mean, it's okay to, to guess what's going to happen or maybe project what's going to happen, what you think. Of course, that's all part of it. But to come out and say breaking news, Tom Brady retired. All of a sudden, you have every, you know, you have players in the NFL, you know, congratulating Brady on a great career and and everything else. And I think the only person that didn't know he retired was Brady. You know, he, he's away on vacation with his family, and you know, he has to get his lawyer involved and he has to get his um agent involved and and say hey listen i nothing's changed since my announcement where i'm you know going to be thinking about it and you know I'll, I'll get back to you when i get back to you he didn't talk to the you know, buccaneers organization at all todd white or or arians or anyone or you know, the glazier family so obviously he did not make that decision but it, it, people were pushing the envelope and came out that he did so you know then he had a um his podcast on monday night um Saying, you know what, nothing's changed since, you know, I, I said a week ago that I'm going to give it some time to, you know, see how I feel. Because, you know, when you first, when the season's first over, that first week, you're all banged up. It's been a long season. The last thing you want to think about is, is, is next season and going through uh, training camp and all that again. So you might see things a little differently after a week or two or three weeks of rest when your uh, body gets physically better and your mindset maybe is improved a little bit but you know with all the pressure with all the you know rumors flying around out there uh on monday he said i'm gonna like i said nothing's changed i'm gonna come back and you know let you know as soon as as soon as i figure it out and decide what i want to do that was monday night all of a sudden tuesday morning nine o'clock lo and behold he's decided to uh you know hang up the cleats it's been a glorious career you know he thanked uh, his teammates, the coaching staff of the Bucks here, and and everyone else that was a part of um, his journey for the last 22 years, and you know decided that was it. So now was he kind of forced to make that decision in light of everything that was going on? I, I think he most likely would have made the same decision in all honesty, but I do think that it would have been a little bit further down the road a couple weeks and it would have come from him not from someone some media uh reporter everyone wants to have inside information and i think that one of the issues um that is wrong is that people are more concerned about breaking news first rather than breaking accurate news so that there's more of a there's more of a premium being put on, well, he said it first, it came from this network, it came from this person, and all that, versus you know being right and being accurate and letting the players have the courtesy, especially someone like Brady, to be able to do things on his time. So nonetheless, uh, he did say he's retiring, and that puts the... Um, Bucks into a situation where now we go to talking about who's going to replace him. You know, is it going to be you no know, Blaine Gabbard here or Trask that's already on our team? Most likely not. So we're going to have to talk about uh, the upcoming uh, draft. Do we draft a quarterback? Who are the people out there on free agency that we might be able to pick up? And, um, you know, go from there. Who's going to stay? If you get someone that has a huge payroll that we have to uh, pick up, what's that going to do to the free agents that we have on our team? Uh, the other side of that is that if you don't pick up a, a true 
tried and true quarterback that has proven himself in this league. Some of the players don't want to be around that, so you may not be able to get them anyway, which is the challenge that all the teams in the NFL have, and right now that's the Bucks challenge. So um, the question that I want to pose to you guys is with all the uh, options out there, who do you think will be the best choice to come in as the Bucks quarterback next year. I'm not going to say to replace Brady because you're not going to be able to replace a quarterback like Tom Brady, but nonetheless, we do have to go and fill that position and get ready for the next season. So I'd like to hear from you who you think that person uh, would be best suited be to, to come down here. I'm going to throw out a couple names. Um, and put my two cents in there. But if you give me a call at 877-448-7901 or go to sports at power901, email me and let me know what you think. We'll be right back to talk more about the Bucks on the next segment on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Continuing to talk about getting a quarterback down here in Tampa for next year. Got to look at a couple names. And again, I'd like you to uh, shoot me an email or call me on who you think would be the best fit and why you think that. Some names that are possibilities. Obviously, the people that aren't moving right now, you got Kyler Murphy with the Cardinals. He's not going anywhere. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Joel Burrow, Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, Herbert. Uh, Stafford, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, those guys aren't going any well. So you do have people that are available, big names, Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about him first. He's got one year left on his contract. I don't believe uh, he's going to continue to play for the Packers, although that would be his best place to play if, in fact, he was serious about winning. Um, I think his best chance of getting a Super Bowl is to stay right where he is right now and do that. Whether he will or not, that's anyone's guess. But you also have... Russell Wilson, uh, he would be someone that would have credibility with the career that he's had, come down here, big name, and, um, you know, should be able to lead the Bucks to some, uh, to a good season. You'd have to restructure a few things as well for him. So not quite sure if that's something that would work out. Uh, you Then you go to people, um, you know, you have... Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that when you look at Garoppolo, we've seen him play with San Francisco for the last several years. Uh, he has about $30 million on his cap. It would be a cap hit of uh, $30 million, whoever picks him up. So we'd have to, again, 
restructure some things, which is possible. You could put more into a signing bonus and pick him up that way. Um, th- that is actually a, I think, one of the better possibilities for the uh, Bucks right now is Garoppolo. Keep that one in the back of your mind. Um, I do think that you have Derek Carr is someone that I think if we could get Carr, I think he fits in very, very good with Arian's offense. He's got the big arm. Uh, he's really proven himself the last several years out there in Vegas. Um, he plays a lot more play action, and that's something that would fit in here to, to the Bucks scheme. So we're going to see what happens, but I, I think that if um, they're able to work something out with Carr, I would personally like to see him as a choice down here. Whether that can happen or not, no, we'll see. People have mentioned Kurt Cousins. No, that's a possibility. A uh, name that you're going to recognize is Jameis Winston. You know, here you go. What are you going to do with Winston? He's going to be your free agent. Is he going to come down here and play? Um, you know, obviously knows the offense. Is there some hard feelings with him and this team? I don't know. I don't think it would be a good fit personally. I, I didn't work out once. I, I don't think it would work out this time either. So um, if it were me, I would cross him off the list. But um, someone that you're going to hear out there and, and see what happens with that. Teddy Bridgewater is another person that you are going to hear the name thrown around as a possible replacement, as well as Marcus Mariota. Uh, so those are all people um, that you're going to have to come down to what's going to fit within the scheme of the salary cap, uh, the personalities. Cam Newton is in the mix of, of talk, obviously. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. So, you know, there's a lot of things that... Um, can be in the mix for the Bucks. They have some options. I think it's going to come down to um, the personalities, the payroll, the, the two Ps there. So we'll pay attention to that and see. So send me an email, sportsofpower901.com. Let me know again who you think. Any of those people on that list make sense. If not, who do you think would be a good fit? I'd uh, love to hear from you as far as that goes. Uh, of course, in the NFL, you have to talk about um, what came out this week with some of the uh, there's a lawsuit that that came out with Brian Flores with the Dolphins accusing it's a uh, I think it's a two pronged lawsuit actually accusing several teams of um, showing bias towards not uh, hiring a minority coach uh the he was fired from the dolphins which for the record i don't think he should have been fired he had the last two years he was 10 and 10 and 6 in 2020 and then this past year he was 9 and 8 so you know two winning seasons there and you know there's allegations there of uh the, the owner ross offering to uh in order to get a higher draft pick to kind of uh, lay off, not win as many games, going as far as offering up to $100,000 for every loss in the 2018 season, 2019, uh, which made no sense. Uh, 
2019 season. You go up to Flores with him. He want you to throw some games. He's not going to do that. He said he's not going to do it. And, um, you know, so right now it's his ward against Ross's ward. Uh, he got fired. He had a couple opportunities for interviews. Uh, he's filing a lawsuit, a class action against Denver, against the Giants, uh, and against Miami for... Um, you know, bias in not being able to uh, land a job. Uh, Bill Belichick was involved with a text that allegedly got sent to Flores uh, that um, in mistake, Ms. Belichick was trying to uh, text uh, uh, Brian DeBull, who got hired by the Giants while Flores was supposed to be interviewing for that job um, the, the next day. So, um, kind of a touchy situation. Uh, I, I don't want to go down the road today of talking about all the issues with the with the Rooney rule, and I personally think that's something that needs to be shelved. It hasn't worked, and I think that how about instead of you know having to interview someone just to check off a box, how about you want to talk to that person because you want that person to run your team. Um, not because you have to talk to them, but because you don't want to lose the opportunity to talk to them based on their quality, their merits, their achievements on what they've done. So let's get them into uh, our office, our camp, and talk to them about the upcoming season, what they can do. So I think there's a lot of things uh, that we're going to see in the coming weeks and months. Regarding this, it'll be interesting to see how the NFL uh, conducts itself with these allegations, uh, both them. Then you have the Washington team, which is now the Commanders, which I think is a name that uh, uh, they could have done a lot better. They should have stayed with the, the Washington football team and go with the Commanders, I think. it's I think it's just as bad as not worse. Um, they have all of a sudden now... They came out with their name this week, and now there's going back to those allegations and lawsuits against uh, improprieties, the way that they handled uh, the organization with you know, the, the PR, marketing, with the cheerleading team. Um, all, that, all that stuff is coming to light again, and uh, Snyder is under the spotlight and going to be, you know, grilled and, and talked about all that stuff. Now, the one thing I'll say about Snyder, he was smart enough to um, be able to forge an agreement with the NFL that in, for anything to be released, emails, whatever, he would have to approve it. I don't know how he was able to get that done, but he was. And anything that does come out will have to somehow have his authorization to go ahead and do that. So it's one of those weeks where it's like, what are you thinking about? Uh, you, you can whether the name of the of the Washington team, the the allegations there, the class action lawsuit with Flores. Uh, it's just been one heck of a merry-go-round in the NFL this week. But nonetheless, you're going to have these weeks. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on. All of that or any of it, whatever you think you want to weigh in on, please do. Um, what's going to happen with um, Flores? I guess he's interviewed for some jobs. There were nine openings for coaches in this offseason. Six of them have been filled uh, all by white candidates, if you, you know, keep in count of that. Um, the other three, you have Houston, 
you have Miami and you have the Texans. I don't see Flores going to Miami, obviously. I don't see him going to uh, the Texans right now. And I think the only possibility would be the the Saints. And I think that's uh, uh, pretty much a non-chance of that as well. So we're going to see how all that plays out. It should be interesting. And um, we'll keep you informed on what's going on with that. So... You are in the gymnasium with all this crazy things going on. We're going to come right back and talk a little bit of the Rays, a few other things. You want to chime in, of course, JimmyBSports.com. Shoot me an email that way, and we'll get it read here on the show. We'll be right back to keep it going on Power 90.1. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift, so my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans, and the hits just keep on coming. Like we said at the top of the show, Major League Baseball, um, as you know, there's been a lockout started by the owners on December 2nd. Now we're in the third month, and this past week on Thursday, uh, Major League Baseball requested the help of federal mediation, which uh, now would potentially, you know, you put a third party in there to help negotiate, but the Players Association responded by declining that request. And what they said was that the clearest path to a fair and timely agreement is to get back to the table. So what does that mean? Well, you know, you have spring training set to start in a week and a half. I, I'm not saying that it's not going to happen, but I don't think it's going to start on time, which I guess the main thing is, will the season, will this affect the regular season. I don't think anyone really knows at this point, but um, they are they are apart on several issues. There's going to be some hostility, and you know it's going to be interesting to see uh, the pros and cons of these mediators if they get one, or perhaps even an arbitrator uh, to hear the sides of an argument and deliver a ruling. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not looking good right now as we speak for the um, season to get underway, at least from a spring training standpoint. Um, we'll follow that more and see, and see where that takes us. But you know, along those same lines, some news this week with the Rays in regards to um, the, the stadium and uh, where they're at right now. It, uh, unfortunately, you know, there's a new mayor in St. Pete, and it seems as though the Rays now are expressing interest in in talking with um, that mayor and the city of St. Pete about um, you know building a stadium and putting the team down there, which makes no sense at all. The MLB does not want a stadium in St. Pete. It doesn't make sense. The demographics aren't there. The revenue isn't there to make it work. You can tell by the uh, showing the, the attendance over the last you know, 
10 years what's going on down there. So it doesn't work. You don't want to do the same thing over and over again. The only thing that does make sense, like we've mentioned so many times on the show, is to be able to get the team to be able to be in Hillsborough County somewhere. Ybor City makes the most sense. Um, but anywhere here would make more sense than down there in St. Pete. They've got, it's, it's I believe it's the worst stadium in one of the, the worst areas to get to. So I don't know what St. Pete or Major League Baseball is even wasting the time or the race for that matter. Um, I guess you want to keep your options open and maybe it's you could use it as some type of negotiating with um, the planning commission and whatnot of Hillsborough County if you're trying to do it for that reason. But uh, any serious talks about a um, potential stadium in that area, I think should be um, done with, over and done. It's not going to work. We're not going to do it. End of statement, period. Move on. So that's my take on that. Um, baseball is going to be interesting this year. I do think they'll be able to work something out at some point to have a season. Not quite sure if it will be delayed, though. My initial uh, inclination is that we might have a uh, shortened spring training season and then uh, kind of get into the regular season, maybe scramble and try to make that work. So uh, your thoughts on that, of course, you can always go to sports at power901.com. Let me know um, what you think about uh, any type of work stoppage. Of course, we have the work stoppage, but there is no season right now, but a potential work stoppage and also what you think about any plans for a team to be in St. Pete as um as compared to here in Hillsborough County. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some golf issues right now. Uh, you have the uh, league over in Dubai, which took over for the European League, offering uh, players from the PGA all kinds of money to be able to play into a league over there. And I'll tell you what, you're going to have some players, I believe, doing it. And I'll tell you, one of them that you know you may see over there is Dustin Johnson. Uh, he's in contention right now this week in the uh, uh, Dubai Classic over there. Um, they offered DeChambeau, I don't know, how like $150 million or something to play over there. He kind of declined that they denied that they said that, but the word is that they did. You know, Greg Norman is spearheading the attack over there. And, you know, it's going to come down to what the PGA, if they mandate that you cannot play in both, then the players will have to make a decision on which way they want to go. Do they want to go and play over there or do they want to be able to stay here and play? As a result, you know, the, the PGA has sweetened the pot here in, um, in some situations as far as, um, you know, the FedEx Cup money and whatnot. So uh, does a rival golf league help the PGA at all? No, I don't think it does. Uh, and again, I'd love to have you weigh in on it and get your thoughts. Um, should the players be able to play where they want to be able to play? Sure. Yeah, you, you can have a choice of what you want to do, 
But if you go over there and play, then I don't think that uh, you should have the uh, leverage and be able to play here as well. You'll p pick one or the other. And if it's going to be over there, then, okay, go over there and um, you know, let's see what happens. The PGA did increase the FedEx bonus pool to $75 million, And um, I think they introduced something called a player's... Um, uh, player impact program or something like that to uh, raise the purse of the players championship to 20 million so they're doing what they can do to uh, make sure they keep the top players on, on American soil and, and play here so that again that's something to keep an eye on and I think every player in the top 100 has been contacted and uh, kind of you know trying to lure them to be able to play over there. And uh, again, that's going to be a, a very hot topic here, I think, in the very near future. So uh, keep your eyes on on what transpires with that. Um, so you know, in summary with everything here, you know, you have all those things going on with the NFL. You have the NHL with the uh, All-Star Weekend. You have the lawsuits with the NFL on several teams. You have um, Leftwich. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out there as well. I didn't say it before. You know, Brian Leftwich, the offensive coordinator for the Bucks, he's been interviewing with Jacksonville a couple times. Well, Jacksonville really wanted Leftwich. And the word I'm hearing is that Leftwich turned the job down because he wants to stay here. I think his thought process is that Arians <clears throat> will be leaving after this year or sooner and that he'd be able to take over this team. Um, I, I've heard that he does not want to work with the general manager up there in Jacksonville. The owner of that team, Khan, I think they've had four coaches in seven years or some some number like that, which doesn't make sense. So, you know, is left would Leftwich have been good for Jacksonville? Sure, I think he's, he's a good person. I, however, I don't think he's quite ready right now. Uh, I would give him another year to see how he does without number 12 back there because I think when you have a quarterback with the name Brady on the back of his uniform, he's going to make a lot of offensive coordinators look a lot better than they really are. So let's see what happens this year and see that. But again, he's turned the job down, so that's on him if he does not get another chance after that. be interesting to see what happens. Now you also have the uh, Olympics going on this uh, opening ceremonies the last day and you're going to have uh, the American athletes out there, all type of COVID protocols going on. You have uh, warnings of not, uh, no protests will be tolerated by the Chinese government out there of any sort. Um, again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next 14 days with everything out there. So keep your eye on all the sports world. There's a ton of things to talk about um, and definitely a rough week, but I'm confident that next week we'll be able to talk about some more positive things. It's um, 
it's unfortunately it's all the time we have guys it's been great spending the time with you look forward to next week's show the number here as always is 877-448-7901 shoot me an email jimmybsports.com and uh, let me know what topics uh, you want to touch on next week and I'll try to do my best to uh, accommodate you as always stay safe Stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. You've been in the gymnasium, and I look forward to uh, spending some time with you all next weekend.